Hello and welcome to Employee Number One, the Industrial Accident Podcast. I'm Golan Globus. I'm joined by my co-hosts. What the fuck's your name? What the fuck? <laughs> you gotta fucking tell us that shit. <laughs> the following podcast contains adult language. It is not an in-depth investigation. It is simply commentary and reaction to the facts as presented by OSHA and media outlets. If you are prone to taking offense... Bad shit happens to everyone. Just get over it. Take two. I'm Golan Globus. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Nick Van Owen and Andy Feltersnatch. Mr. Van Owen, Mr. Feltersnatch, welcome. Was Thank that you, Dutch? Mr. Globus. Excuse me? Is Feltersnatch Dutch? Yes. Very uh, Dutch. Dutch door, maybe. Possibly. Dutch uncle? Dutch oven? <laughs> Dutch oven. <laughs> Ooh, that's Warm. Andy Smeltersnatch. Gross. Okay, we shouldn't talk about stuff like that. So, I'm driving down the road today, kind of feeling not too square in the old brain. Are you ever square in the brain, though? Yeah, usually. I'm a very capable person. I'm listening to Take a Walk on the Wild Side, and I'm thinking, why would she never lose her head even when she was given it? I have no idea. That was all that psychedelic stuff, so who the hell really knows what they were talking about, man? Should we see if we can get Lou Reed on line one? Uh, We could try. I think he's dead, (laughs) probably. Who else is dead? Oh, yeah. Today, today, this day, Meatloaf bought the farm, man. He's inspired. <laughs> I never liked that guy. He what? I never liked that guy. You never liked, like, the music or the guy himself? Because as an actor, he seemed like a fairly decent actor. Like, when you seen him acting and stuff, it was all right. But his music, like you say, never really tickled my pickle. None of it. None of it, huh? Didn't give a wet, weeping hot fuck for any of that shit. No. Did you like the Rocky Horror Picture Show? Yeah. You get up and dance and sing and do the moving and grooving shit. Yeah, I've been known to do the time warp. Oh, my God. I, I researched it multiple times. I still have no idea what the fuck yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't get it. I think it's okay when actors sing, and I think it's okay when singers act, but when they got to do it all at the same time, it gets fucking swirly. That's like uh, Bollywood shit. You like chutney? <laughs> no. You ever wipe your ass barehanded? What kind of a question is that? I don't know. He's asking if you're from, if you're from India. No, I, I, no, absolutely not. We've already discovered that I'm, we've already discussed, excuse me, that, that I'm apparently Dutch. He's Dutch. Yeah. So, what's her name? Never lost her head even when she was given head. I don't know what all that shit means, but it was confounding to me. And have you ever lost your head? Oh, constantly. Constantly. Just flying off the handle type losing your head or like technically like just. It's a metaphoric. I don't know. You ever heard like Queen do? Queen song? Don't lose your head? No, I never heard that. Like Freddie Mercury Queen? Bucktooth Freddie yes, Mercury? Yes, yes. Don't lose your head? Yes, by Queen. I've never heard that song in my life. Me either. Well, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I had to Google the shit before the show started, so that's the first time <laughs> I heard it, too. But so, <laughs> you might say you had to get a heads up. Yeah. What about you, Nick Van Owen? Well, as always, I've been listening to Warren Zevon. Oh, God, no yeah, shit. Oh, Jesus. 
There's somebody who could eat a fucking dick and die. He already died. He already died. Fair enough, then. He's, like a he's, week before Johnny Cash did. Yeah, oh. he's, and he's playing the banjo with Meatloaf tonight. Well, that's fine. Did Meatloaf play the banjo? I don't think either of them did. Oh. But uh, Rolling the Headless Thompson Gunner. Rolling the Headless Thompson Gunner. That song. Primo. Primo. Great, great. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. But, you know, you're driving down the road, you kind of feel a little bit melancholy, you feel like shit ain't quite right, you feel like screaming and losing your head. Like Judas Priest, some heads are going to roll? Some heads might roll. Do you know who I think maybe listened to Judas Priest? I think everyone should listen to Judas Priest. Especially employee number one. Ah! Was that a fart? That's a dog groan. Oh. Report ID 0418100. Augusta, Georgia. Oh, got to turn a page already. Employee number one was welding a stainless steel connection on a 540-gallon mixing tank for the installation of a flow meter. The tank previously contained sodium methylate and had been purged overnight using compressed air. The welding began at approximately 10.30 a.m. Employee number one went to lunch at approximately 11.50 a.m. So I'm assuming sodium methylate is pretty explosive. It doesn't sound good. No. I don't think anything with the, the anything that says meth is good for you. No, not really. All right. Employee well, methadone. Number, supposed meth- to get you off meth, right? No, methadone gets you off heroin. Oh, wow. That's kind of good, I, I guess. I don't know what gets you off meth. New teeth, according to all the billboards I see. <laughs> Employee number one went to lunch at approximately 11.50 a.m., and the tank was purged again from noon until approximately 12.45 p.m. Employee number one resumed welding once the airline was disconnected. At approximately 1.30 p.m., an explosion occurred. The top of the tank blew off and became lodged in the ceiling of the metal building. Employee number one was thrown from the tank and had been decapitated. A small fire occurred during the explosion and was quickly extinguished by the fire department. And here's the punchline of this dirty joke. Employee number one was killed. Obviously. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't even think that needs to be stated once they, they said employee one was decapitated. Yeah. I think that pretty much sums that up. Good. Well, it wasn't like a chicken in like the 50s that got de- decapitated and it lived for like three years. Yeah, but they had to feed it with an eyedropper and it just yeah. kept walking around in circles. True. But they left, I think the farmer missed and got the brain stem was still connected to the something. And... I don't know. You but it, that story? It, it ended up choking oh. to death like a corn kernel, right? Yeah. Fucking headless chicken lived for a long time. Then... Where do you guys come up with this No, shit? it's fucking real. It's real I know that, story. but I mean, where the fuck do you guys actually read this? Like, a medical journal? Junior high. Junior high? What the fuck, what the fuck did you read in junior high like that, man? You never English looked up class. choking chicken? <laughs> All right, gentlemen. There was an initial penalty assessed to the employer... And a current penalty, and the amounts are different. Who would like to guess what the initial penalty was? I see a huge breach of, uh, I mean, an explosion. Obviously, something went wrong. The gas built back up or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, uh, fines will ensue there. I'm going to go probably $15,000. Andy, filter snatch for $15,000. Twenty-five. 
$25,000 for Mr. Gildersleeves or Roland Atkinson. What was your name? Nick Van Owen. Nick Van, Nick Van, Van Owen. Owen. Nick Van Owen. Initial penalty, $20,850. The current penalty was reduced to $12,900. Tanks a lot. Well, you had to work hard for that one, didn't you? Report ID 09506211. At approximately 9 a.m. on January 12, 2012, employee number one was killed while feeding brush into a large commercial-grade wood chipper. Hashtag wood chipper. Employee number one and his co-workers were trimming and chipping bush at a private residence. <laughs> <laughs> trimming bush. In Auburn, California, they were trimming Auburn bush. Oh, my favorite. Employee number one was operating the chipper, and his co-workers were cutting and bundling brush downhill from the chipper. For reasons yet unknown, a small diameter rope passed through the infeed rollers and became entangled in the chipper drum, while apparently becoming looped around employee number one's neck. Oh, boy. Jesus. This is like the old uh, necktie and the uh, paper shredder. Yeah. They Just sucked in. The force on the rope was so great that employee number one was decapitated prior to contacting the infeed rollers. Jesus Christ. Popped his head clean. He didn't off. even get into the goddamn wood chipper anymore. No. Wow. That's one strong rope. He's in a rush to get to the fucking finish line there. Good God. And I, this must, oh, this is an open case. We have no penalties. From how long ago was it? 2012? 2012. 2012, yep. No evidence of any uh, charges being filed or any settlements being made. I assume you just can't. Yeah. You don't mow another man's lawn, you don't trim another man's bush. Hmm. Sound advice there. Yeah. Report ID 0452110. Hopkinsville, Kentucky. Would it be Lopkinsville in this case? Lopkinsville, <laughs> that's a good one. Employee number one was standing on a ladder on the side of an eight-ton sandblasting pot using a claw hammer to loosen the 12-foot, 20-pound lid on top of the pot. Now, what the f... I mean, if you got a job and you got to take the lid off this pot, yeah. the best tool you've got is a claw hammer? Well, I mean, we've used claw hammers doing that type of shit before. To try off a 20-pound, 12-foot diameter lid? Yeah. All right. I mean, we use all type of shit to pry off lids. Oh. In, <laughs> in this case, the pot happened to be pressurized to about 140 PSI, and it contained coal slag, which was used as a sandblasting agent. At least it wasn't coleslaw. Coleslaw. I like coleslaw. The lid was held in place by five bolts and tightening handles. As employee number one loosened the lid, a sudden release of air pressure and slag occurred. The lid was blasted upward, and employee number one fell backward to the ground. Oh, so he was using the, the claw hammer to get in between the, so the bolts that hold it, they're eyelid bolts, so he came in between them and then he turned the hammer to break them loose. Oh, boy. So he's using it as a breaker bar. Yeah, not, not necessarily prying with it, but just using it as a pry. Just a twist. Yeah. It. Okay. Understood. Well, regardless, employee number one was killed when he was decapitated, either by the lid or by being blown back from the pot and striking the frame of the hopper over the pot. His head was found approximately 153 feet from the pot. Fuck. Jeez. First head of space. Christ, that guy was on a roll. 
No fines, no penalties. I think we're, we're on a roll here ourselves. Yeah, no, no. Just terrible stories with no resolution. Well, I don't just think, like I don't, life. I don't, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think the fines really have resolution. It's just something that we added into the show. So, it's a state's resolution. Yeah, it's like that's all head, they care. Though. There's no finish. There is no such thing as bad head. Report ID zero three. Uh, okay, zero three five two four three zero. <sighs> Crofton, Maryland. I've never even heard of Crofton, Maryland. Oh, you're about to. Yep. Hello, Crofton. Hello, Crofton. This event occurred December 30th, 2003, and the plant slash machine where this occurred crushes up concrete, asphalt, and similar debris into small pieces that get separated and then resold. The plant slash machine was scheduled for a complete renovation, which had not been done for six years. Prior to the renovation, the jaws of the crusher, the crusher, were being worked on by outside welders and or maintenance mechanics. Apparently, the welders slash mechanics working on the plant slash machine did not lock it out. Had placed a large piece of asphalt in the small open area between the jaws so they could stand in that area oh, and do their work. The two <clears throat> pulleys and three belts moved at 200 revolutions per minute when the crusher was turned on. Employee number one was still standing on the catwalk when the crusher was turned on. The power stayed on long enough for the belts and pulleys to be running at maximum speed, to wit, 200 revolutions per minute. The warning bell, prior to turning on the power, was not used. Employee number one stepped off the catwalk. When the power was turned on, the belts caught some of his clothing. As he tried to pull his clothes free, he was pulled into slash onto the... There's a lot of slashes in this story. Yeah. There's going to be one big one at the end. He was pulled into slash onto the belts and then up and over the five-foot pulley. There was a very small opening between the large pulley and the machine structure. Employee numbers one's... <laughs> whoever, whoever wrote this wanted to be some sort of author or something. Yeah, you can yeah. tell that right away, didn't you? Yeah. Pretty descriptive here. I went to English school, and I'm going <laughs> to make sure I get all my words in. Employee numbers one... <laughs> Employee number one's head and then body hit the machine's structure and the force decapitated him, with his head and body then falling to lower levels on the machine. He was killed instantly. No shit. The company had no written procedure for dislodging stuck debris. They did have a written policy about not working on the lower catwalk platform while the crusher was operating or was about to be turned back on, which would then expose employees to the unguarded pulleys and inclined belts. Employee number one did not follow the verbal procedures for dislodging the asphalt. Okay, we got an initial penalty here, kids. So I gotta get sucked up by the goggles and run through the fucking pulleys. What do you think that cost the employer? $12,000. Alrighty. Nick Van Owen, $12,000. Locked in. $22,000. $22,000 for Andrew. Andy, please. Andy. Initial penalty. $12,375. Nice work, Nick. Current penalty was reduced to $5,000. $5,000. Yep. <laughs> I got nothing after that. 
No, no. I, I mean, all these things are always the same thing, though. I mean, this isn't how much the family gets for the death. No, no, no. This is this just, is how just much the, the spanking yeah, that the exactly, yeah. company gets from yeah. the governmental agency. Yeah, I'm sure there are fucking lawsuits abound. This is and why insurance, we... insurance premium has got to go up like crazy. Oh, yeah, now. yeah. I mean, you get $10,000 for cutting off your finger at the first knuckle, and you get 17000 for losing an eyeball. I mean, I, you get your head plucked off like a chicken. That's got to be big money. Yeah. Hmm. January 11th, 2019. Report ID 0420600. At 3.30 p.m., employee number one was servicing slash piloting a Bell 230 helicopter. Oh, oh no. <laughs> employee number two was in the helicopter, and he was a friend slash co-pilot of employee number one. Employee number one had exited the helicopter to disconnect the helicopter. To disconnect the helicopter power generator, and the helicopter rose about two feet, coming back down, with the blade striking employee number one on the head. Employee number one was struck on the back of the head by the helicopter blades as they were running slash rotating, and to no one's fucking surprise, the employee's head was decapitated. I was this so video. I do, saw. They, do they work for Bell Helicopters? Do they? Did... Oh, this was a separate s- staffing company. Oh, okay. There was other support activities for air transportation. I don't think they were employed by the helicopter helicopter manufacturer. All right. But I saw this video. It was like the one of the first ever like attempted helicopter things. Mm-hmm. And this guy gets like apparently had like the blades wrong or something, and he got sucked up and chopped into like three pieces. Jesus. It, up. <laughs> Went to work named Vince, left being called minced. We got no penalties or anything assessed to that. I just thought that was a nice little story. Two friends go to work. Just well, pleasant, huh? One friend comes home. Bring your buddy to work, day. <clears throat> Look, Ma, no head. <laughs> Save a lot of Bad. time flossing your teeth. That takes a lot of time. You Last haircut your, you'll ever need. Got to look for your face. All right, uh, this is report ID 0111400. This happened at a laundry services company. March 25th, 2003, employee number one was loading 200 pounds of linen napkins into a commercial washer. Guess what commercial washer it was? Number four. I thought it was like a whirlpool. Uh, no, it doesn't say. It just I used says. to work for a laundry facility. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I used to work on these big fucking washing machines. Did you ever work on a washer that was 54 inches in diameter? Oh, easily. Okay. Those things were fucking huge. This particular washer had a close opening that was approximately 30 inches by 30 inches. Which, you know, I mean, every time you look at a washing machine, the opening is round. Yeah. So why would they not just say 30 inches in diameter? That'd be too easy. 30 inches by 30 inches. You expect the government to do things an easy way? Well, old machine washer number four was designed only to operate with both the loading door and the safety cover door closed. Guess what? Both were wide open. Employee number one was leaning into the opening with his arms and head inside the machine. And the washer unexpectedly started and was shut down by employee number two, who had loaded napkins into washer number three, and who was standing by the control panel, logging the loads onto a data sheet. 
before him <laughs> before before machine number four could be stopped employee number one was killed he had his arms amputated and his head decapitated by the rotating drum Jesus but it's a fucking washing machine how it just spun that quick up I mean the so the ones we ran they would start filling first before they would start tumbling the load or anything and they were hydraulically operated, so they would lift up and the hoppers would load from the top, so there was no manually loading it or anything like that. Then they would tilt back down. That makes sense. I'm just thinking about 200 pounds of dirty how, linen napkins after that. Yeah, how many, how many gallons of bleach do they have to use to clean that up? Good God. The, the place I worked cleaned medical supplies with the wash, Ooh. so yeah. Oh. Here's, a, here's a fun little addendum. The keywords for this story are head... Rotating parts, amputated, cover, drum, caught by, arm, decapitated, washing machine, and door. A lot of highlighted shit on that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. uh, Initial penalty and current penalty are different amounts. Who would like to go first? Um, Initial... Got to go with a pretty standard fifteen. Fifteen thousand dollars, Andy Felter snatch. I'm gonna say the same fifteen. Fifteen thousand dollars. Current penalty is eight. Six. Ooh. Initial penalty twenty one thousand one hundred fifty dollars. Current penalty one. Okay, that's a different one dollar. What <laughs> one dollar? <laughs> $13,820. Well, you know what they say. It all comes out in the wash. Ah. That's a good one, huh? <laughs> Report ID 0454510. At 11.35 a.m. on January 16, 2016, employees at a distribution center in Burlington, South Carolina were returning from lunch in the break room when they heard an alarm going off on... Let's get to page two. I'm not one of those guys that can lick his finger to turn a page because I find saliva reprehensible. Not only that, it's COVID era, so you can't lick your fingers or anything else. And you don't have any fingertips. I can lick, well... They heard an alarm on an international press and shear horizontal auto tie baler model number... AT-865-HS-100, serial number 3166. Two employees from you the... You know, ma- that was going to be my guess, too. I'm kind yeah. of regret not saying that. Yeah. It's always an even number. Yeah. Two employees from the maintenance department went to see what the alarm was... What? <laughs> went to see what in the Sam Hill was going what on. What the fuck did those idiots do now? They saw employee number one slumped over in the baler. We tell you no drinking on the job, you prick. (laughs) Employee number one had been decapitated and was caught in a two-foot-by-two-foot hole that had been cut in the side of the baler, exposing moving parts of the gathering ram. They discovered the machine had not been locked out. The baler runs on an automatic cycle mode and will run continuously as long as there is enough material in the hopper. All of the original guards were in place, 
but the modified fucking hole somebody cut into the side of the machine yeah, did not have, have any type of guard over it. That probably would have been the maintenance department to clear Good out jams. Good God. And I was so disgusted I threw the front page down. There were probably penalties. Let's look. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I'd assume they'd be big this time because of the hole cut in it. Yeah, that's Initial and curl penalty remain the same. Oh, yeah. What do you think? 32. 32,000. 40,000. 40,000. Would you believe 9,500? Oh, no. To crawl in a fucking hole that's not supposed to be there and get rammed up? This was a uh, <laughs> a company that makes women's, children's, and infants' clothing and accessories. In Burlington? Was yeah. it the Coat Factory? I don't know. <laughs> what if the guy's name was Coates? Mr. Coates? The worked at Burlington? Bail- Coates Baylor. Bailington Coach. Coach Crockett's. So that's, Coach is that where they got their red dye for all their coats? That might be it. Oof. Good God. <clears throat> I got to say, I'm kind of disappointed. We're this far into it. Yes. This far into it, and there hasn't been a single guy riding a horse that gets decapitated. Riding a what? A, riding horse. a horse. Yeah. I yeah. I don't know uh, if we're gonna fulfill that need for you or not. You know the headless horseman. Oh. Yeah. That didn't mm. come to my mind. Uh, sounds like a personal <laughs> problem. <laughs> okay, this happened at a, at a dairy in Maricopa, Arizona. Pretty close. Yeah, cow. Huh? Yeah, fair enough. Cows look like horses. Cowboys ride horses. Fair enough. <laughs> Perfect. One time I milked a horse. 09-50411. That's the report ID number for those of you keeping track at home. At 10 o'clock a.m. on January 21st, 2020. Ooh. Ooh, close. Yeah, recent. Very recent. <clears throat> Employee number one was waiting for dirt to be poured into a drain pit. A co-worker, presumably employee number two, was operating a backhoe. The co-worker lost traction of the backhoe and slid into the excavation site, striking employee number one with the bucket of the backhoe. Oh, boy. Guess what happened? His head popped off. Employee number one was decapitated and killed. Well, at least they had the equipment there to dig a grave for him. Were you wearing a helmet? That's what the first things they'd ask you at the ER. Yeah, no shit. Penalty. Ready? Fucking snake eyes. No penalty. Huh. Back to God? I don't know. Back to backhoe. <laughs> I blame it on John Deere. Yeah, where, where do you get the name Golan? What, what ethnic I, background is Golan? I'm Hebrew. Well, Israelite. Fair enough. Oh, you're going to be anti Semitic, are you? Absolutely yeah. not. No. All right. Fuckers. I'm always anti Semitic. No. I'm uh, I, I'm Danish, not German. Ooh, the douche. Report ID zero nine five zero six three one. Oi, this is a Jim Dandy. We got ooh, this is a, the grand finale here. Are you ready? Do you need a moil for it. We might just take a little <laughs> off the top. Moil. On April twenty fourth, two thousand and four. Did I say where this was? No, you did not. It was in Anaheim, California. Thank you for asking. Fair enough. April 24th, 2004. Was it at Disneyland? Employee number one was unloading carpet rolls from a 40-foot trailer container 
when he was struck by a projectile-like flying hook when it became dislodged from a roll of carpet it was pulling. Jesus Christ. Using a Caterpillar forklift truck model number T-50D. This guy got off lucky. He was only partially decapitated. How's that lucky? And killed. Well, I mean, they don't have to sew them back together as much. He didn't. They don't sew you back together, man. That's a closed casket. I'm sorry. Yeah, they just put a pair of pantyhose over your head, right? Something like that. Plastic bag. The employer is a flooring and floor covering subcontractor engaging in the installation of carpeting, wood, vinyl, and tile flooring in track new and residential homes. About six months before the employer devised a way for pulling carpets out of the truck bed traffic department, he took two ropes and attached them along both sides to the forklift like a slingshot design. Oh, God. <laughs> that may have been a bad call. Then he got a hook and custom-made another hook and attached them to the ends of these ropes. Each hook was connected to a carpet roll. This dude was just asking for it. (laughs) Too smart for his own good. Each hook was connected to a carpet roll, and this allowed the forklift operator to pull the carpet out of the truck by driving reversed mode slash direction. That was like backing up? Yeah. Fuck. The employer assigned employee number one and a co-worker to do the job pulling carpet rolls for about six months prior to employee number one being killed. On April 24th, 2004, employee number one and the co-worker were assigned to pull the carpet rolls. There were three layers of carpet rolls that needed unloading. A typical carpet roll weighs approximately 700 pounds, is 12 feet in length with a diameter of 2 feet. Employee number one and the co-worker decided against using a forklift carpet pull attachment and instead opted to work with two hooks attached to their respective ropes for purposes of pulling the carpet rolls from the container. I think they're just rehashing everything. Yes, yeah. We're not even halfway through. Oh, good no. Christ. No. Someone decapitate me. <laughs> the co-worker attached each of the rope slings parallel to each other at the side end of the forklift mast. He then attached each hook to the far end of two different carpet rolls, positioned longitudinally longitudinally within the container. Employee number one then placed the forklift into reverse gear and started to pull the two carpet rolls from the container while his co-worker remained in the container, marking the remaining carpet rolls in the container. Towards the end of the container and the unloading process of the container, one of the carpet rolls in the container was snagged in the container. Employee number one continued to pull with the forklift. The hook attached to the snagged roll, detached from the roll, and acting as a projectile, struck employee number one on the left side of his neck, striking his jugular vein. His co-worker discovered employee number one unconscious and bleeding when he approached when he approached when he approached the forklift truck in preparation for the next carpet rolls to be unloaded. The co-worker proceeded to the on-site warehouse to notify his employer of the accident. Paramedics were called immediately, and employee number one was transported to the hospital. Employee number one was pronounced dead at the hospital. He had sustained a severed spinal cord and was partially decapitated. The accident was caused by several factors as follows. One, the employees did not have a clear communication and coordination concerning how this job would be performed safely. Two, the hazards that they might encounter on the job and safe work practices were not understood. Three, the custom-made hook slingshot type fucking device was not of an adequate design and was operated under condition of speed, stress, and load. Who'd have thought about that? Four, 
There were so many carpet rolls outside the trailer compartment truck that caused the carpet being pulled to snag with another carpet, impeding the operation. Wow. And this yeah. is California, so they usually have quite a bit steeper fines. Yeah. 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 If yeah. history yeah. So it looks like anything. there were uh, 10 separate citations here. There were serious violations. Do we want to guess, or should I just cut to the chase? Let's look. Go ahead, Nick. Take a guess at this. Uh, $50,000. $50,000 total penalties. What do you think, Andy? Uh, I think that's a little high. I'm going to go 38000 38000 for Mr. Felther Snatch. Initial penalty of serious violations, 32400 with other penalties assessed in the amount of $1,085, brought the total initial penalty to $33,485. The penalty, which was reduced to $16,310. Half. Half. God, these are terrible stories about people. Absolutely. We have yet to have any really good, happy, feel-good stories, though, yet. Well, maybe there's an industrial accident with Maria the dildo dipper in an adult toy factory or something. I don't know. Maybe she slips, falls, slips her jewels, and goes home with a smile. Yeah. That's yet to be seen, though. That is yet to be seen. I'm looking at a guy with a goddamn clergy shirt and a minister collar on. Yeah. The Lord works in mysterious ways. <laughs> the Lord does work in mysterious ways. And if you piss him off, I'll take your head. I was thinking that it would have been much more appropriate. Only in the Old Testament. <laughs> <laughs> He's really mellowed out recently. Yeah. I'm here to bear my testament. That carpet story would have been better if they worked at a curtain plant. Because we could have just said, curtains. You know, carpet. We can say roll it up. It's all done. Yeah, but when they found the when they got the body, they just roll them up in the carpet like the mafia movies. Shag rug. Yeah, swing them into the dumpster. Yeah. I really thought we'd find something with a happier ending than that. Kind of disappointed. Had my hopes up. You you had your hopes up. Yeah. You research all these prior too. You know how it's going to end even before no, it starts, man. I, I forget. I researched this <laughs> shit a long time ago. Oh, fair enough. I forgot all about it. I'm lucky I got the printer to work this week. I almost lost my head. Uh, Come on, slow down. Take your time. Don't lose your head. (laughs) Don't lose your head or you'll end up dead. And you won't be able to lay down in your bed because your pillow will be red. Something, something. Is that why there's not very many Jewish rappers? Oi. (laughs) (laughs) For me and the Goyim. (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh, I got some COVID. Zyklon B. I got some Zyklon D. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Employee Number One, the Industrial Accident Podcast. My name is Golan Globus. I have been joined by Nick Van Owen, Andy Felter Snatch. Andy Felter Snatch, indeed. You got a brother named uh, Buster? Buster Hyman? Um, no, but I, maybe he'll be awesome. I, I believe we'll have him on next week. Shalom, kids. Hey. Ah!